Hi, this is Carlene. Thanks for listening to the Change with Carlene podcast. I hope you're a subscriber. If not, make sure to sign up and subscribe. And that way, whenever there's new podcasts like this, I'll just send you a quickie email, nothing to read, just to say to you, hey, new podcast is up. And then you can come and check it out if you want. Or check back regularly on a regular basis to see if there's any new podcasts. I'll be doing them about once or twice a week moving forward. Today's audio or podcast is about dieting. Now, we haven't really talked about diets per se. You know, we have talked about knowing yourself before you you plan a diet. But it's real important that you address some of the things that can really mess your brain up when dieting. And believe it or not, salt, I would claim as the number one trigger in dieting in two different ways. One, we crave salt. We've been raised with so much salt in, in our lives that we just crave it. We want it all the time. We we seek it out. And chefs, they know this. That's why people salt everything. They put salt in everything. And the RDA says women, middle-aged women, shouldn't have more than 1,300 milligrams a day. But if you go out to a restaurant and you look up their nutritional status, on the foods that you're ordering, that one meal is going to go way over that limit. Not all, but most. So sodium is something we get way more than we need every single day. And that's going by RDA standards, and they're always really high. So if we have 1,300 plus milligrams of sodium every single day, or we have a lot today, and then tomorrow we don't have as much, this really wrecks havoc with us. When you give up sodium, it is the number one thing you will crave. I'm going to tell you that flat out. Biggest fight I have with women is over sodium or salt. The next is bananas, which is a whole nother podcast of its own, but it goes salt bananas. So there you have that. But here's the thing. Dieting is a mental game. It is so a mental game. So every time you step on the scale, if it doesn't go down, you get frustrated. Even if it stays the same, you get frustrated. And the more frustrated you get, the least likely you are to stick to that diet. Now, what happens with salt or sodium is if today you eat a lot of sodium, right? You get on the scale and you could gain two, three, four pounds in a day just from water weight alone. Not to say... That's the only way to gain water weight. There's many ways, another podcast, I'm sure. But just sodium alone, if you go out, say you go out to a restaurant and it's high sodium, you could gain anywhere from one to four pounds of water weight from that sodium. You get on the scale, you've been dieting, you had one meal, just one meal, and, and now all of a sudden you've gained all this weight back that you worked so hard to lose. Well, your brain doesn't say, hey, hey, that's just water weight. Don't worry about it. It's not fat. No, your brain says, oh my God, dieting doesn't work. Look at that. If you can, if it takes a week to lose that weight and you can gain it back in one day, why bother? And you believe it. And you say, well, forget this. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to go back to eating my regular weight. At least I wasn't gaining weight. That whole mind game. But the truth is, it's just water. And as soon as you lower that sodium, you're going to lose that water weight. It could take much longer than one day. It can take up to a week sometimes. But it doesn't matter because the damage was done. And the damage was 
how you think. It wasn't the damage so much to your body unless you have high blood pressure or, you know, have inflammation and or, uh, you know, edema. Then it's it's a whole different issue. But right now we're talking mind game of dieting. So you've just lost, you know, 10 pounds. You go out, you have one dinner, you gain three pounds. Your brain is not saying to you, yeah, but you just, if you, if you do the equation, that's still seven pounds gone. No, your brain is going to yell at you and scream at you and tell you it's not worth it. Because in the truth of everything, we don't want to diet. And if we have any excuse to not diet, we're going to grab hold of it to get to go back to the foods that we want to eat, that foods we've been raised on, that high salt food. And we just can't do that. We can't do that anymore. So when people come to Raw Food Boot Camp, we have a very low sodium diet. I mean, if you do the Rockstar diet, it's like 300 milligrams a day, which is enough, by the way. Don't panic. It seems to be plenty for all of our exercise. But if when people start playing with it, that's when I start to lose them. When they start adding a little bit of salt here, adding or eating you know, a little bit of sodium here. And it's shocking. It's shocking the amount of sodium in everything. Go to your cupboards. Look at the sodium. If your RDA is 1,300 milligrams a day, do yourself a favor. Go add up what you got in a day. No one is staying at that 1,300 unless they're on a low-sodium diet because you have one can of soup and you're, there's 900 milligrams of sodium. And that's a serving. That's not a can. You have... You have one meal out. You're you're up to a thousand, two two thousand easily. There are some places that I checked out that eighteen, nineteen hundred milligrams of sodium is in one entree. We're not even talking the calories. We're just talking the sodium, and that just messes with your body for one. And we shouldn't be eating it all all that salt because of our our um, high blood pressure or blood pressure and because it causes all that extra water weight, which makes us stiff. And if you have inflammation, it just makes that worse. So we have to cut back on sodium. My advice, this is my advice to everyone who goes on a diet. Pick a number and then take and put a range of 200 on either side. So say your number is the 1300, right? Now, while you're dieting, what you want to do is you want to stay between 1,100 and 1,500 milligrams of sodium a day. You don't want to go anywhere below or above that. Now, I told you, we do really low sodium on my diets. But the reason I'm telling you to work at the 1,300, because it's a doable number, but to stay in that range is so that your brain isn't going to mess with you when you get on the scale. Sure, you'll still go up and down a couple ounces here and there, but you're not going to get those big, big sways in weight loss or on, on the scale. It's a scale. You're going to instead get smaller fluctuations, but you have to be ready for those fluctuations because you never know. You might have sodium today and not gain any weight from it, but then you go out on a hot, humid day and you've got all that sodium in your body and your body just goes, Whoop! and all of a sudden you're retaining like tons of water weight. And you can tell that by looking at your feet. So. If you moderate sodium while dieting, you're going to have a better chance of not having those huge, huge disruptions on the scale. And they, the scale, I've got to tell you, is one of the most discouraging things when dieting. You can gain water weight 
from extra exercise. I remember my first time I went on a really super long hike. I went for 18 miles. It was my first really long hike all day long in, in the heat, right? And I'm thinking the next day I'm going to get up and have lost like five pounds. That's what my brain is telling me. Oh my God, you, you know, all day walking in mountains, you were still going to lose a lot of weight. But I gained a pound and a half. And oh, that messed with me big time. Let me tell you, because I don't, I don't buy into the whole thing. It's muscle weight, you know, sure. Maybe a little bit, but no, no, I just was flabbergasted and discouraged because that was a big gain and I should have lost weight. I should have been burning fat instead of gaining weight. But here's the truth that I didn't understand at the moment. I did burn fat. I burned fat all day long, but my muscles, they took in more water because they need it for some reason. So they took in more water. I drank a ton more water than I normally do while I was out hiking, right? So I just had extra water. I had taken on extra water. It wasn't fat. And yes, by the end of the week, I had lost a great deal of amount of weight as I recovered from the hike. But it threw me off. It threw me off a lot. Another thing that can cause you to gain weight is humidity. No one thinks of that. They think I'm sweating to death. How can I you know, be gaining water weight? But we do. We do. I don't know the math behind it, the research behind it, but we do. I know that from watching the women I work with every day go from being, you know, having less water in them. And then the minute the heat and humidity come, just going, whew, right? So we have to, we have to be okay with that. We have to understand it. We cannot allow it to dictate our level of imagining our success. Because as soon as we do that, we are doomed. I tell the ladies at Raw Food Bootcamp all the time, use your pants meter How tight are your pants? Use that measurement if that scale is getting funky. Because the scale can throw you off. It's a mechanical device. It doesn't truly know what's going on. I mean, yes, some people have the scales that tell you your water versus your fat percent. But you know what? I never in all these years have had someone come to say and say to me, you know what, I gained I gained water weight, the scale says, but my fat went down. No one has ever said that to me in 14 years. So they must not really look at the numbers on those scales. It's that one number that shows up, whether it's in kilograms or it's in pounds, it hurts. It hurts big time. And if you want to have consistency, then keep that sodium consistent. Don't let it fluctuate too much because that, more than anything, plays havoc with the scale. I told you you weren't going to believe me, but it's true. It is so true. It's one of the biggest battles that we have because we let that scale dictate how we feel about our success and about the diet we're doing. And by allowing the scale to make those rules, or to the, the line, that judgment line, we have to play the game really carefully. And sodium is a huge player. It's a huge player. So cut your sodium back while you're designing your diets or going on any diets. Don't just don't believe that you can go out and have anything you want at a restaurant because it, it fits your diet because you have to take into consideration the level of sodium in the food that you're consuming at that restaurant versus how much you usually consume on a daily basis because it can make a huge difference. All right, that's it for this podcast. I hope this helped. 
this is a huge issue that I've been dealing with with women for forever. It feels like no one wants to give up salt. They don't. It's loved. It's the most most beloved food ever or element or whatever ever. And no one wants to give it up. But it's also the biggest, biggest issue of playing with the scale. And that scale is what's going to give you the, the justification to either continue or to quit the diet. Yeah, it's that powerful. It is probably more powerful than your own resolve. That scale says it all. Not truthfully. It only gives you an idea of what's going on. But you believe it. You believe it so strongly that it can kick you off a diet or keep you on one. So it's up to you to work it out in your diet of how to keep it consistent so that you can see the losses as they come. Sodium is your biggest player in that game. Limit it. Control it. Keep it consistent. All right. Good luck.